Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pardon the eruption, but I'm Pablo Torre. It is our third straight day working together, Tony. Tony Kornheiser, just two more to get through, you know what I'm saying? Although I think you've done a really oh, good job on. for two. We'll see how you do today. Yeah, and then yeah. then you get to the back side of it, and we'll see. We'll see. Just, just, no, it's my great just joy throw, to work with you. Throw yes, the you cash on the nightstand, Tony. I know what I'm here for. Just leave it on the nightstand. <laughs> I get it. It's August. We're on E2. Let's not lie to us. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. Wilbon is busy lobbying college football voters to rank Northwestern number one. So I am joined by our <laughs> great friend from the ESPN Daily podcast and the alleged online show Debatable, which I am told he hosts from his bedroom, Mr. Pablo Torre. Me in my bedroom, you in the basement. We're not so dissimilar, you and I. Uh, yeah, we are. And we begin today with <laughs> Baker Mayfield. In a casual off-air conversation with Bill's sideline reporter, Cynthia Freeland, after the Carolina-Buffalo exhibition game last week, the new Panthers quarterback was asked about his opening week matchup against his former team, Cleveland. Freeland says Mayfield said, and I quote, I'm going to bleep them up, unquote. Mayfield says he didn't say it. Pablo, it's understandable Mayfield would feel this way, but did Mayfield help himself or hurt himself if, in fact, he said this? If he, in fact did say this, he hurt himself, Tony. And I don't think he should have and should is, the conditional is very different from reality, right? He shouldn't be hurting himself because the guy had a job that he lost because the Browns went inside a guy who had two dozen sexual assault cases brought against him in civil court, okay? I get why Baker Mayfield would be hurt by the signing. But the idea here is that because he said something that could have been mistaken for this, right? That's where we are now because he's pushed back on this some. Because he has said something like this, you know there are headlines. You know there is time spent having to debunk slash possibly lie about this. And that is a problem at the very least. I'm going to do something now that you will find very familiar because I do it all the time. I identify with the person who's in the middle of the story. (laughs) I am with Baker Mayfield 100 percent on this. I am 100 percent. I know I understand Wilbon hates him. I don't hate him. I sort of like him. It's not that I think he's a great quarterback because I think he's been an average quarterback. But in this particular case, Cleveland treated him like a dog. They went out, they signed Deshaun Watson, knowing that Deshaun Watson had a significant suspension time facing him. And they basically gave Mayfield car fare and said, get out of Cleveland. So I'm with him on this. And I hope he bleeps them up. And I, in fact, hope he said that. To the question of whether or not it helps (laughs) or hurts him, well, clearly it hurts him. First of all, Carolina stinks. Cleveland is a better team than Carolina. And now his old teammates on Cleveland they're going to want to bleep him up because they don't want him to embarrass them on the way out the door. But I will tell you this, Pablo. I find it impossible to root for Cleveland's ownership right now 
A- absolutely Same. impossible. I think that the way in which they signed and when they signed Deshaun Watson was an affront to all women. I do. And, and my, I do have a slight admiration for Baker Mayfield in this regard. He was a walk-on at Texas Tech. He was a walk-on at Oklahoma. He won the Heisman. He was a walk-on. To me, that's an athletic success story. And, and you know, he's also pretty small. I mean, he doesn't figure to do, do great at this. I know Wilbon hates him. I don't. And I love the commercials. I do. I do. Yeah, no, he's one of the great commercial actors in sports history. But as to who was offended, affronted by the Deshaun Watson signing, it should have been everybody, by the way. Like, this was one of the more cynical transactions that you could possibly imagine. And what's weird about this story, Tony, is that of course Baker, anybody who knows him, they know he feels this way. It would be strange to get extra juice because he has begun to allegedly verbalize that. If they wanna be offended at something, be offended at the impartial arbitrators in Vegas who say that the Panthers are favored by minus two and a half. Be mad at those people who think that you're worse than Carolina. Baker, Baker saying this to me is no surprise at all. And yes, that is where the line is right now. But we move on right now to another line we just heard in the NBA, Tony. Because Jeannie Buss's praise of Russell Westbrook has made news of its own. The Lakers boss has told The Athletic that, quote, from my point of view, Westbrook was our best player last year. And quote, yes, that is the word best. But then she later texted a clarification that said, quote, the word I should have used was consistent. He played 78 games last season, end quote. So what do you make of all of this with Westbrook moving forward? That is a good question, Pablo, and as I have done before, I will answer it with another question. What do you think LeBron James thinks of this? Because Jeannie (laughs) Buss can clarify and re-clarify this quote 87 times before 7 o'clock tonight. The fact is she said best and she meant best. What she meant was exactly this. I'm paying Anthony Davis and LeBron James $100 million and they don't show up and Russell Westbrook shows up and he gives us his best every night. So I'm not pinning him to the wall on the fact that he's not a good shooter anymore. Now, the cynic in me looks at this and says that what she's trying to do is create a softer marketplace, a more accessible marketplace in order to trade Russell Westbrook. Because LeBron doesn't want him on the team. I don't know what Darvin Ham thinks, but it doesn't even matter because LeBron doesn't want him on the team. So he's probably not going to be on the team. Look, I, I will say this, and you can... Contradict me if you want. He's a first ballot Hall of Fame player. He's got more triple doubles than anybody in history. I watched him up close in Washington for half a season. I didn't think he was a selfish player. I know he's not a great shooter, but it is it is destructive to hear these terrible comments about Russell Westbrook to me. No, Russell Westbrook, Tony, you know how I feel about him. He is a great bad team player. The Lakers, unfortunately, are a bad team with delusions of grandeur. Yes. And so what do you leave the situation with? Well, you leave it with a sense that the Lakers are not at all on the same page. And I say this for this reason, right? Jeannie Buss, I believe, is not playing chess. I understand logically. Yeah, you would say this if you're trying to raise the trade market for Russell Westbrook. But we know who Russell Westbrook is at this point. Every other GM in the league knows who he is. To me, and I pair Jeannie's comments with what LeBron said on Twitter, which I know you are nowhere close to the internet, but he said on Twitter that he cannot wait to see him go off this season. All of this feels, if I was Russell Westbrook, I would feel like it's a bunch of people lying to me about how good they think I am. And in reality, they're considering leaving me at home because guess who else they just signed? Patrick Beverly. 
rendering me more expendable and rendering me the odd guy out now that you signed a guy I'm actively feuding with. So, so let's deal with the Lakers for a second. I know you will agree they were a very old team last year. They were a very bad team last year. Mm-hmm. What have they done to get better? As you said, they signed Patrick Beverly. Do you think that makes them a contender? Please stop no. telling me you think that. Do you think Anthony Davis is going to play all 82? Oh, please don't tell no. me you think that. They already they unwired the odometer on LeBron James because he's 37 <laughs> years old and he passed a million miles. And now he wants to play with his children on the same team. This is like a fantasy cruise. They're a terrible team at the moment. <laughs> Absolutely a terrible team. Pretty much. Really all I wanted to say about that. Let's move to tennis. Noted. Serena Williams goes tonight, but lots of big names played last night. Rafael Nadal won, Naomi Osaka, Venus Williams, and Emma Raducanu, uh, the defending champion, all lost their first-round matches. Pablo, which of these big names provided the biggest headline last night? Tony, it has to be Osaka. I mean, Naomi Osaka won the U.S. Open in 2018 and 2020. She lost to a player in Collins who she had never lost a set to. And so here we have Osaka, who had been very public about her mental health struggles, and there had been criticism about those struggles and questions, fair questions about, okay, well, what are your obligations to do press? What does this mean for our understanding of toughness in sports? Real philosophical questions. But what cannot be denied at this point is that those struggles were real. It is very clear to me that Osaka, who is 44th in the world and dropping, is nowhere near what she used to be and that is enormous news for a sport in which she was supposed to be the next Serena. Yeah, so, I mean, I agree with everything you have said about Osaka, who has four major wins. I think the last one was in Australia in yeah, 2021. And yep. since then, since then in majors, she's out second round, third round, third round, first round, first round. Okay, she's not even getting to the quarterfinals. When you listen to what she says about her life in tennis and how it works for her, you are forced to wonder if temperamentally she's in the right occupation. You know, you, you don't know. God bless her for talking about mental issues, but the pressure and the scrutiny is not yes, going to pressure, change. Yes, the pressure, the crucible so she of is, sports, yes. Yes, that's right. She is certainly a headline. Venus Williams not a headline. She's 42 years old. It's very nice that she's playing She's gone out in the first round in seven of her last majors. First round. So that's normal for her. Raducanu, you might think you're stunned by that. But in fact, there's a bunch of women out there who in the last five years have won one or two majors. And then they begin to go out early. Simona Halep goes out early. Ash Barty, before she retired, went out early here and there. Sloan mm. Stevens went out early here and there. Sviantec went out early here and there. So that, that's not a headline. I would push back on Nadal, though. Because Nadal won his 20th straight singles match in a major. He went through and won the Australian Open this year. He won the French, where I think he beat Djokovic along the way to go one up, or at that time, two up on Djokovic. Djokovic then narrowed it to one by winning Wimbledon. Nadal had to drop out in the semis at Wimbledon because he had torn every muscle in his (laughs) chest and his stomach. Essentially. He couldn't even walk. He couldn't do anything. If he's healthy now, which is hard to believe, but if he's healthy now, I'm not saying he has a clear path, but Djokovic is not playing. He could win this and then go two back up on Djokovic. So to me, both Osaka and Nadal are the biggest headlines. 
The Nadal story, Tony, to your point, right? Like, we are rejiggering the Pantheon. The more he plays, the more he survives injuries that even his own family said should have caused him to withdraw from That's tournaments right. early. That's right. Like, the idea that that guy and all of the body parts that are broken is the one left standing last. And I know Djokovic isn't playing because of the whole vaccine stuff, but Nadal emerging as this survivor is, that is mind-blowing at this age that he is at right now. Oh, yeah. And the effort, the effort is always the same. It's Never always max. Let's take a break. Coming up is number two Ohio State favorite over number five Notre Dame by way too much. And what's the word, Tony, for Jake Reed's unexpected save for the Dodgers last night? Naomi Osaka has four majors. You wonder, will she get a fifth? Talent, sure, but... Yes, when's she going to win another match? Early. Right. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. It's time to get humbled by the human thesaurus and what's the word. Hold on a second. I have a doctorate. He doesn't have a doctorate. What's first? I mean, technically. Honorary doctorate. It's blank that number two <laughs> Ohio State is favored by 17 and a half over number five Notre Dame. Yeah, honorary doctorate. I'll give you that. Let me get back to the game here. My word is eye-catching. <laughs> Shook. Honorary doctorate in humane letters. Uh, my word is eye-catching because it's, it's amazing. You never expect the number five team in the country to be an underdog by 17 and a half not like points, not, not even if they were in a six-team league. I got lucky this morning on my podcast. I had Pat Forty of Sports Illustrated on. He's going to go and cover this game. He did not think that the spread was completely out of line. He believes that Notre Dame is overrated. They have a new quarterback this year. He believes that yep. Ohio State is absolutely for real. This And it's not, not only that, but it's in the horseshoe. I mean, it's a home game for Ohio State. This is the kind of game if Ohio State shows well, People would vote them number one, I believe, ahead of Alabama. I think this is a tough game for Marcus Freeman as his first regular season game as coach in Notre Dame. It's a hard way to break in. I'm, I'm quite surprised 
that both teams took on this game as the first game of the season and didn't play Akron, didn't play Chattanooga. Look at Alabama, for example. They're playing Utah State. Yeah, usually you'd start with a cupcake, work your way up. But no, here is the giant porterhouse. Try and digest this. And Ohio State, Tony, they're coming off of a loss, of course, to Michigan at the end of last season before their bowl game. They got blown out. They have a lot to avenge. But the word to me here is trolling. It feels like I am being trolled by this line in Vegas, by Pat Forty, who is otherwise excellent, because Notre Dame's head coach, Marcus Freeman, and their quarterback, who you alluded to, Tyler Buckner, they are part Asian, Okay, so you know that I have a particular affinity as a Roman Catholic of Asian American extraction for this team. But also beyond that, I feel like Notre Dame's just better than they're they're better than they're getting credit for. They have a good offensive line. You can run on Ohio State some. That's a key. I don't think it's 17 and a half. Maybe it's 10. But I feel like I'm being trolled nonetheless. Okay, what's next? Dodgers pitcher Jake Reed's save against the Mets last night was blank. Uh, My word is best served cold. It's actually three words. I understand that um, because revenge is a dish. Best served cold. This pitcher pitched for the Mets this year and got cut. And he got cut because he was terrible. He had an 11.35 ERA in five games. He pitched six innings, gave up eight earned and six walks. That is, as we say in the trade, not awesome. He goes to the Dodgers. The Dodgers are always looking for relievers. And he's been better there. Not awesome again. But better, counting last night, pitched in four games, three and two-thirds innings, only one run. Last night, he gives up a single when he gets in there. Then he gets a double play. Then he gets a ground out. He has the great thrill of his life to be in, I always call it Shea, it's not Shea anymore, but to be in Queens and beat the team that cut him. He probably didn't sleep all night. It was a great moment for him. He said it was one of the best moments of his life, and I fully believe him, Tony, for all of the poetry that you said, all of the symmetry. But the other reason is because it was trumpet stuffing. That is my word. Edwin Diaz, Tony, is the closer for the Mets. Edwin Diaz is excellent. When he comes out to the mound, they play a song by a guy named Timmy Trumpet, and Timmy Trumpet was at City Field. Timmy Trumpet was there to perform this song live. And instead, this kid, the kid who got discarded, the kid who got trashed by his former team, he ends up being the star. And you know what sound there was in terms of that trumpet? There was just silence. It was trumpet stuffing and it was beautiful. Timmy Trumpet? That's a real person, Timmy Trumpet? He's Australian apparently, surprisingly. But yeah, Timmy Trumpet. That's the last word. Let's take one last break, but still to come. What did the PGA Tour's latest changes tell us? And Aaron Judge homers again, Tony. So how significant was number 51? So his, his actual last name is Trumpet, or that is a stage name now as Timmy Trumpet? Like maybe his actual last name is, is Viola, or maybe it's yeah. Glockenspiel, or maybe, and he didn't want to carry <laughs> that around. It's easier to carry a trumpet. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Happy time, people. Happy 51st birthday, Padraig Harrington. Harrington captained the last European Ryder Cup team, which lost to the United States at Whistling Straits. This past year, his first year of eligibility, Harrington lit up the senior tour. He won the U.S. Senior Open at Saucon Valley, and a couple of weeks ago, he won the prestigious Dick's Sporting Goods Open in lovely Endicott, New York, right next door to Binghamton. The Dubliner won 34 times worldwide, including three majors in a 13-month stretch between 2007 and 2008. Two British Opens and a PGA. The catch is that Tiger Woods was hurt for two of them and wasn't much of a factor in the third. And as a result, Harrington's majors are rather discounted. But that's more majors than Greg Norman, Bernard Longer, and Johnny Miller. Tony, I am no geopolitical global expert here, but I would venture to say that Patrick Harrington might be number one in the Patrick power rankings. I don't know of any others, Granted, but that guy feels no. like he has really cornered the market on Patrick-related greatness. It's a good job by you. A not-so-happy anniversary, Cam Newton. On this day last year, Newton was released by the Patriots, giving rookie Mac Jones the role of starting quarterback. Newton ultimately returned to his original team, Carolina, and scored two touchdowns in his first two plays there. But he finished 0-5 as a starter, and he is currently an unsigned free agent. Newton had an MVP season in 2015, going 15-1 and and leading Carolina to the Super Bowl. After that, he was only 30-36 and as a starter, likely because of all the big hits he took. Big, strong, and happy to run the football is not the key to longevity in the NFL. In Newton's 2010 National Championship season at Auburn, he had 30 touchdowns passing and 20 touchdowns rushing, and he won Mm. the Heisman. He was spectacular. One of the greatest college players of all time. There is no question. He ended up living the NFL life, Tony, that Andrew Luck retired to avoid. But I also, if I may say this, I miss his hats. Just the greatest hats. Number one in the hat power yeah. rankings, Cam Newton all time also. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a great collection of hats. Happy trails, Alex Leatherwood. The Raiders have waived the offensive lineman from Alabama, who was the 17th pick in the 2021 draft. Since moving to Las Vegas in 2020, the Raiders have gotten rid of three recent first-round picks. Leatherwood, wide receiver Henry Ruggs, cornerback Damon Arnett. Leatherwood started all 17 games last season, mostly at right guard. He gave up the most pressures in the NFL. According to True Media, Leatherwood surrendered 10 pressures in this recent preseason, the most of any offensive lineman in the preseason. So it was going from worst to worst. Wilbon's Bears reportedly have claimed Leatherwood. Wow, so he's basically going to go from allowing all of this pressure on his quarterback to increasing the blood pressure inside of Michael Wilbon. Remarkable how good the Vegas Raiders are going to be, despite of all these mistakes they've made. A really good offense with Devontae Adams this season, I think, is coming. Let's go to the big finish if we could. Aaron Judge hit his 51st home run last night as the Yankees beat the Angels. Is that a big deal? Of course it is. The AL record is Maris with 61, but he still should not be the MVP. Otani should. Tony Larusa missed last night's game due to medical tests. Tony, your thoughts? 
Um, he's out indefinitely. We wish him all the best. He is already in the Hall of Fame, a great, great manager. Yahoo reports that Christian Pulisic wants out of Chelsea. Is that significant, Pablo? It is, and it's messy. He wants to be ready for the World Cup, but the Chelsea owners are American. They want to keep him. Obviously, people who work for that owner feel differently. But the PGA Tour is tabling its plans for three new no-cut international events, and instead they're focusing on 13 existing tournaments. Does that make sense? They want all their players to play as often as possible to keep them from going to the Saudi Tour. And the rank-and-file players don't like these no-cuts because they don't get invited. Only the stars do. Last one, two WNBA playoff games tonight. Who you got? Give me the Sun and the Aces. Uncasville and Las Vegas together at last. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Oh, no, I'm not. It says there I'm Tony Trumpet. I don't even know who I am. And I'm Pablo Torre. I think my podcast, ESPN Daily, and the online TV show, Debatable. That's not a TV show. You can find all that stuff on the Internet. It's a place where... Lots of people that Tony will never meet. You do that, you do that from your bedroom, right? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.